0: If you are not already a part of 10X People Skills, the Facebook group, what are you doing? You should absolutely join. It is totally free. And we talk about your people problems whether you have a team or you don't have a team and you're looking to bring new team members on we address everything from communication tips to how to fire somebody or how to create cultural touch points it's a great place for you to be able to get some one-on-one interaction and ask me direct questions about the people problems that you are currently facing in your role go to cardonventures.com forward slash skills to register this is an exciting day
1: that sounds, here, that sounds exciting.
0: Wow, this is see, it's already exciting. Mm. This is already going to be a great episode. So, well, as you can probably to tell,
1: session of a you know what,
0: Brandon? here woman. in Work women, we are ourselves, and sometimes I'm spot on. Other times, like this particular Monday morning, I've had nine meetings so far, and I'm not firing all cylinders. But don't
1: worry, I love you oh. just the way you are.
0: Wow, see, this is why we have. Mr. Brandon Dawson in the house with us for WorkWomen today. And can I tell
1: you something? We're excited to have you. Can I you. tell you something?
0: Yes, you can.
1: We had all those business owners down in Arizona this weekend, and mm-hmm. you absolutely crushed it. Did I? You did.
0: Why are you saying that?
1: Because I heard from so many people about how much you helped them understand how to get their people aligned with the bigger mission. And they said that they just had never heard anybody talk about it as well as you did. And they were blown away by it. And I just thought maybe I should say to you what a remarkable job you did.
0: Oh, thank you. You know, it's weird now that we're doing a podcast together because a, a huge part of us getting back into content creation was a podcast that started a little over, a little under two years ago.
1: I still can't remember the name of the show.
0: Stop the madness.
1: <laughs> age gap realness. Age was gap realness
0: called? was the podcast, and Brandon and I just started that thing. How many two shows years ago. did we do? We did a lot of shows. 100? But the point 50? is, the point is, this is the first time that you are on Work Woman. A lot changed while we were kind of wrapping up age gap realness. Because, but at that point, the last time you and I did a podcast together, we had only had we'd only hired eight employees. Fast forward to the next podcast, which was which is essentially ten months later. And we just hired our 30th employee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It is busy, busy, busy.
0: Through a global pandemic, no less. And
1: we'll be, my guess is by the end of this year, we'll be somewhere between 40 and 50.
0: Yeah. Crazy. So cool to have you on. I'm happy that you're here. It's wonderful for me to get to have you speak to this audience because this audience is made up of women. And I think sometimes having men on a female podcast is like, oh, what what type of male uh, influence are they gonna spew at us? But you are, I feel like the opposite of most traditional men in leadership positions in business. Like you really are an advocate for women when you look at the leadership team of the businesses that you've had. A majority of the the people that comprise those teams are women. Uh, I obviously know the ways that you've changed my life. All you have from a kid's standpoint are Girls, you have only daughters, so I'm happy that you're on Work Woman, and I want to dive into why why our audience isn't getting what they want, why women don't get what they want, and well, you
1: know, I, I I've spent the last 20 years working in a career where a lot of the people I work with are female business owners mm-hmm. because the nature of the businesses we work in. Yep. And uh, and they're strong women. They're mm-hmm. not. They're not. You know. They're. They're not going to let other people dictate their their financial or professional success. And so, as you know, my last executive team was made up predominantly of strong women. And and this executive team, I think, probably has uh, as We're many. We're a
0: little underrepresented right now. We're at forty percent women. Are 40% we forty percent women, sixty percent men. as executives? Yeah.
1: You Heather. It. Well, there's only five of us, I guess. Yeah. yeah. yeah Better fine. hurry up. Easy math. Get, get the next recruit. Easy math. So, you know, I think why women don't get what they want. You know, I don't know why. I mean, the women I uh, somehow attract into my life like you always seem to get what you want.
0: <laughs> Isn't that the case? So I have like a little bit of a framework here to help you take this where I I know that you want to take it, but you just can't think of well, it I didn't know that. Moment. I didn't
1: even know what the topic of the show was until 30 seconds ago.
0: Well, welcome to Work Woman. Today, we're going to be talking about why women don't get what they want, uh, specifically as the listener. Like, why aren't you getting what you want? And when I talked to women, I was just on a panel two days ago of uh, female leaders and business owners and co-founders talking about p- pivots during COVID, talking about uh the way that the business has changed over the last 9 months and it was interesting to me to listen to these women accidentally put themselves in boxes you know not actually re- recognizing the lid that is what's keeping them inside a traditional box or way of thinking and one of the the things that i experience and would love more of your insight on is when i find that women When I find that I'm talking specifically to a woman who's not getting what she wants, she's on the brink but just isn't quite there, It every single time comes down to not thinking big enough to make the small incremental changes that it's going to take in order to actually get what you want. Because it's never the big things. It's always the small things. It's the discipline. It's the accountability. It's those daily things that nobody wants to commit to in order to get the big thing that they want
1: yeah, I think, you know, I'm a firm believer that that's just people's inherent, doesn't matter if it's male or female, that that's inherently what I find with people is the thing holding them back is they're not traditionally thinking big enough. And I know that's not that's not just women, that's, that's yeah. human beings. And totally. we see this all the time. So as it pertains to women, I think from my experience, because I worked with thousands of of female business owners um and 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 i've had many uh female executives in my career and you know i prefer I, I don't know why i prefer the strength of a female executive because i think they have the sensitivity to people but they also have the in in you know, like when their kids act up or something if they happen to be mothers they're not afraid to like tell people to sit down and get back to business like there's a certain strength that that females have now not all of them are mothers obviously but but at the end of the day um I think probably what gets in the way of some of them is is for they they think they're supposed to take um because of all the aspects of being a female and th- the roles between men and women and in corporate environments and things. I think there's assumptions and and they make you know people formulate their own assumptions. And, like
0: what's an assumption?
1: Um this is a men's world or it's predominantly a male thing or um, I've got to balance my family and uh, people, you know, like I know a lot of women that confide in me when I'm coaching them that they feel they're guilted by people around them, mm-hmm. um, friends, the school people, the the parents in school, extended family, you know, projecting all their BS beliefs on them about what they should be doing or, oh, you sure work awful hard Oh you sure are more focused on your career it seems than your family or a spouse saying you're always at work or you're always working and so i think that i think that there's this this feeling that like they should be obligating to more things versus the thing that they really super uber want to pursue and 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 i think there's a lot of external pressure to conform to other people's idea of what A female versus a male should do, or what that should look like, and I just think it's all BS. To be honest, I think I think women that I think they need to pick their lane. If they're confident in themselves, if they know what their personal, professional, and financial goals are, if there there is no such thing as conquering without sacrifice, like you got to you, and you got to be committed to that, and not allow all the noise, external noise, pull you off of the thing you want to build. You trust me, you know this. We've seen it. We see it all day long. There are ways to figure out how to be a phenomenal mother or a phenomenal spouse or a phenomenal business person without it taking away all the other great aspects of your life. And the thing, the overwhelming noise in my experience is all the false projected beliefs at church or at school or listening to other families or when you're playing What is it, banco or whatever they, you know, people in the neighborhood get together and then there's all this this kind of passive judgment. And I think the people that open their mind up to it and listen to it start questioning themselves. And and the only thing I would say to, to somebody who wanted to succeed, maybe is struggling with why they're not getting ahead in life as fast or as impactfully as they want to, is to get rid of that noise, forget it dismiss it as other people choosing to be mediocre. They would rather claw you back to their reality than see you succeed and live with the fact that when you do succeed doing the things you want, they're going to start saying shit about you. Like, Oh, you care more about this or you care more about that than like, that's their rationalization. It's their judgment. And I, I think females generally speaking are more in tune with what's going on around them and they absorb it more. They think about it more and then they let it, formulate decisions whereas a lot of guys are just like oh well whatever i'm just gonna go to the next thing and i don't think they i spit. don't
0: think i don't know that that's necessarily it I, I think that it's actually because women have the societal pressure Yeah, to, that's what i was agreeing no with. no, no, no yeah. but, uh, unless, on this podcast uh, uh, we don't interrupt uh, each other uh, uh,
1: uh, say i agree mind. honey and then make your point don't say i disagree I and then make my point
0: say i disagree what'd you say i'm in in alignment with you
1: oh awesome i'm in alignment
0: with you i'm adding to what you just said okay i think that it's i think that it's because women the societal view is that they are more empathetic they are softer and more nurturing and so to let go and depart from that there is natural resistance from the ideal we whereas with men the ideal of a man is to be the provider and the person that is being is taking care of the people around them and so men strive in a workplace because we're talking about women in the workplace men already strive and are looked at in that way and are defined by being successful i'm sure i'm i know men have the same mental noise and me- mental shit around why they aren't able to get what they want and why there are lids there oh, but a hundred percent the societal piece is it, it, it's in direct opposition because of Men being men. And well, and I've had so many women say,
1: Female. I've had so many women say, This is what I wanted to say, or This is what I wanted to do. And I say, Well, why didn't you do it? And they're like, Well, I don't want to be perceived as mm. being a B. I don't want to be perceived you as can being. Cuss.
0: A- you can cuss on here. I don't know why you You said BS earlier. You okay. said B. All
1: right. I, I, anyway, get all I'm up. trying to be respectful because I'm not sure, you know, this is new. I'm on your show. I don't want to be. Do you not listen to
0: the Work Workwoman podcast? <clears throat>
1: uh, honestly, I need to. Okay, so, so I think women, they, they, they get this thing like, like oh, they're going to say I'm a bitch or they're going to say I'm nasty or they're going to say I'm mean. And the truth is the only people saying that are the people that are not as committed mm-hmm. as these women are to what their goals are. And uh, my yeah. encouragement would be they can kiss your ass. Mm. Whatever you want, you deserve. And the people between you and that are either laying down, which is the only reason you're walking on them, Or they're moving along with you. I would not give a rat's ass what somebody projects on you. I would give a rat's ass about what you want in your life. And I think that, I think that you're right. Society tries to impose limitations and false beliefs to conform people. And women by nature are more sensitive than guys. And I think that, I think they absorb that and they don't wanna be perceived a certain way. And I say, screw that. Be who you wanna be. You deserve it. And, you know what, most of you are smarter than the men anyway.
0: Isn't <laughs> that the truth? I definitely know that's the case in our relationship. But <laughs> Of
1: course you do. All so, you have to do is just have somebody ask you.
0: Exactly. So for, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast with the title of why you aren't getting what you want, we're not just here to tell you why you aren't getting what you want without actually providing some level of solution for how to change that. Like, what do you do? In order to say, okay, I'm at this place in life. Whether it's an age thing, whether it's a you know relationship thing, you're you're feeling inadequate in some way. Uh, how do you fix that? What from a from a step standpoint? I know what my steps would be. I'm interested to know what you would recommend. Anybody out there who's listening to this that realizes I'm not where I want to be, what their first step? Like, what can they do tonight after they get out of the car? After they're done with their kids, what can they do today in order to make steps forward for getting what they want?
1: Well, first, be honest with yourself, move to acceptance, pick your target, put your head down and accomplish your stated goal. Visualize it, then actualize it and make a commitment to yourself. If you're doing it morally, ethically, it's your choice how you want to love. It's your choice how you want to be loved. Do not allow anybody to project false, limited beliefs on how you should be, what you should be doing. Pick your target, move to it, make the commitment, and let the chips fall where they may.
0: So that they're doing all of that tonight? That sounds like a lot. No, but
1: the first thing is choosing, is move to acceptance. Okay,
0: the, so like like that's what I want. Like they have to do that tonight. So what does that okay, actually mean? They have
1: to recognize. He just, he just
0: listed out all of the steps you need to take over the next six months. But now we're going to break it down into tonight.
1: Come to the realization that you're allowing outside and external influences to manipulate your thinking, causing you to question what you should or shouldn't be doing. Accept that. Choose to not allow that in your life anymore. And pick your target. And whatever your target is, you deserve to accomplish that. Whatever it is, it could be being a better mother, it could be being a better spouse, it could be being a better professional, it could be creating more wealth. Whatever your target is, you deserve it. And nobody else really has an opinion, nobody, if if you told they might me your have target, an opinion,
0: but they don't get to they don't dictate. get to
1: dictate. If if you told me that well, you've come to me and you've said this is my target, I'm not ever going to tell you. Well, no, that doesn't work for me. If I tell you that, then you're with the wrong relationship. So, you know. But if but conversely, if you pick some random target and you've never followed through with your other random targets, and it's wishy washy, and you're not really committed to it. I can't support you in it because I don't really believe or or think you're gonna do it. So then it's just disruptive. So I think you gotta be, you gotta, you make it's called a hard choice.
0: A hard choice.
1: Are you committed or are you not committed? If and what you choose, does
0: commitment look like?
1: Pick your target, come hell or high water. You're gonna move your universe to get there. And you're gonna own it. You're gonna ex- you're gonna accept whatever comes with that. And you're going to properly share your vision for why you're doing it, what you want the conclusion to be, so those around you can share in the picture and the importance for you why that's what you want to do. And then you move to it.
0: I always used to think as a kid that it would be so cool to be a celebrity because if you were a celebrity, people would send you free stuff. But then by the time you're a celebrity, you're making, and this was my childhood thinking, you're making so much money that you don't need anybody to send you free stuff. And I feel like that's very similar to people when they really come, like, have that come to Jesus moment. Like, I'm, I'm not where I want to be. The hardest part is actually the initial p- parts of becoming that celebrity. It's like, what do you have to do in order to put those habits in, to get that discipline in? Because all of that inertia, all of that stuff that's in your way right now, once you once you do the challenging things once you start i mean for me it looked like once i started working out every day making a commitment to show up and be fully bought in and fully present and speak in front of people like once once i went through a year of like hard shit now all i do is attract more people who I would have so needed back then, but I couldn't find any of those people back then. So it's like the celebrities, now that I've made this movement, not that, I mean, I'm not saying I'm a celebrity. It has nothing to do with celebrity status, but the analogy is once you've made it, then all of a sudden those things that you actually wish that you could have had before you made it, you don't really you don't need to work for it as much because you've already created the, the circumstances and the conditions to allow for that to be in your life.
1: Yeah, I think- Was so that I think, a good
0: analogy? Did you like well, that?
1: Well, uh, yeah, no, I did. I think I think the difference is, is that you would prefer today to get to pay for whatever you want to do than be a celebrity and have stuff thrown at you where you feel obligated to do things because other people are trying to offer it for free. Like, you're going to make your own way. You're going to enjoy your, your you, you don't need other people doing things for you.
0: Yeah, I guess it's more so that, I guess my point was the hardest- pieces of it is actually in the beginning when you have to separate yourself and sometimes become a hermit. You have to take two steps back in order to really make huge strides forward. Like right now, if somebody isn't getting what they want, what they likely have to do is stop hanging out with the bad influences in their life. Stop watching the television that's putting negativity in them and change their disciplines. But right now it's going to be hard to find new people because because they're in a well, be, state of not already it's attracting law of attraction that. right
1: that's it, you yeah you, yeah, yeah. I'm, you I'm are you. attracting into your life the things that you're spending your time thinking and
0: it's about. the hardest the hardest moment of law of attraction is the initial moments because it's you have to fix target. everything it, it,
1: well you, ta- you got to move to acceptance that you've created those people in as influences in your life yes and, and that's a, sometimes a really hard thing to acknowledge is that the very thing you look at that you don't like you've actually allowed that to be created in your life so that's acknowledging that fine move to acceptance accept it don't fight it don't resist it but then change exactly what you do want in your life so start creating intention statements of the exact kind of friends the exact kind of results the exact kind of whatever whatever you want you need to be so crystal clear in your mind that when you close your eyes in the middle or at night when it's time to go to bed and you have that last 10 15 minutes before you fall asleep you're reliving that experience over and over and over and over and over and you train yourself because you'll move to what you spend your time thinking about because what you think about is what you talk about. What you talk about is ultimately what you do. What you do is ultimately what you're known for. So you create and manifest your life based on your thoughts.
0: So an example of this, as I'm thinking of like, how can I actually bring this home? Uh, If you would have told, told me two years ago that I would actually be able to be in a position to be friends with Elena Cardone, I would have like died. I would have I, I, freaked out. I would have thought that everything in my life was gonna get better. Now, what I had to do two years ago was entirely change just about everything about me in order to become somebody that she would want to be friends with. But before I made those decisions to start becoming that person, the easy route was like, oh, but everything would just get better if I knew Alana Cardone and she was in my life. Or some people might look at you or Grant like that, like, oh, what if Brandon and I could just shoot the shit and go out to drinks together without doing the actual work that it takes to be the type of person that you would just want to hang out with? That seems like an alluring concept. Fast forward two years later, here we are in 2020, and I love that I can text Elena. I love that I can call Elena, but I'm so busy and fulfilled. this is the like the whole point. I'm I have so much gratitude and fulfillment from the changes that I made and so busy working on becoming that person that having the friendship doesn't it's not that it doesn't mean anything. it means it means the world to me, but it doesn't it doesn't add that lift because i made the change that i needed to yeah, make yeah
1: except for along the way she's been guiding advising and supporting you so you're you're now in tune you're like it's like little things like texts back and forth or little instagram dms or sending you a private picture of something they're doing with the family or telling you she misses you or like you guys vibrationally are in tune and i think this is the difference like when you're vibrationally in tune it's just like when you were really close to someone And then you don't see him for like five or eight or 10 years. And then you see him. It's like, God, it's like we never didn't see each other.
0: Yeah, I think you're making a separate point.
1: Okay, but I'm going to make it. Um, So so now you're at a vibrational level where you've elevated yourself into the vibrational sphere that it's easy and natural to have a relationship with Elena because you guys have created, you've created credibility with yourself first and confidence in her second. It's like with people thinking that I'm going to be somebody's friend who isn't inspired to 10 X something in their life or I'm going to spend time with people who just want normal to be an exciting thing. Like why would I ever spend my time with someone who isn't striving to get to the next level? Now you could be a kid that doesn't have anything. And I'd rather spend time with you than someone who's worth a billion dollars, but is happy with what you have. Because for me, I want to be around people who want to accelerate and who want to win at all stages. And I think when you get to that certain vibrational level, it's like you filter out all the other stuff and you've gone through so much self-growth and literally have accomplished so much in the last 24 months that your confidence level about the future is such a big picture that you're not going to attract anybody into your life that isn't at a higher level of elevation. Whereas two years ago, Elena and Grant were a high level of elevation. So the gap from where you were at to get up there seemed like a lot further away. Now you're in that stratosphere and you're realizing i was still thinking too small and i think that i think when people make that technical movement that's picking your target that's evolving and developing yourself through self-taught self-actualization accomplishing those goals everything around you will change because your perspective about everything changes and that's what i love about you is that every time you have a thought and this has changed dramatically in the last 2 years you've created thoughts then you've changed yourself to move to the actualization of those thoughts and you're learning to self-create and your confidence is going through the roof. And you know what I noticed last week? I noticed that you were kind of thinking, oh, we're going to go to Cabo for 10 days. Maybe, you know, maybe you're starting to think, maybe we'll take it easy. And when we got there, you were like, you know what, I'm going to daily doubles. I'm not relaxing. You started doing two workouts a day. You went to no drinking. You went to no bad food. You, You actually started to feel like you might relax and instead of doing that you made the decision i'm going to pivot the other direction and go deeper and harder at it and and you rocked the the, those 10 days you 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 increased your capacity to realize you can do more even when you don't want to and i think that's what i respect the hell out of you because a lot of people are just unwilling including myself at times unwilling to challenge themselves as hard as you've been challenging yourself and so you're operating at a different level of vibrational energy and accomplishment. And I, th- I would just encourage every single lady watching this show. Listening. They listen listening, to podcast, Listening days. to this podcast. <laughs> accept where you're at. Don't judge it. Don't judge yourself. Who cares? Pick your target. What do you want to be? Where do you want to go? Be committed to that. Share your vision and your mission and desire for why you want to make those moves. Show and build confidence into those movements, so the people around you can see you're serious and trust me. Anything you choose, you can accomplish. And forget the noise from everyone around you that is entirely unwilling to make those commitments to themselves. They'd rather bring you down than see you succeed.
0: I love that. Are you Are you popping off?
1: I need to go get my daughter. I love Dawson. Is shows, like babe.
0: he's great. he's standing up. He's moving the mic around. He's getting antsy. I see it. I feel it.
1: Get out and vote.
0: And there's that, guys. Get out and vote. So with that, Brandon, thank you for being the person that you are in my life, but also being able to share that with the people that are also in my life who are these podcast listeners.
1: I love your desire to
0: help and impact people. Where can they find you and what are you up to that they could join?
1: At Brandon M. Dawson. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and uh, anything
0: coming up that they could participate in? Oh, we have
1: so many things. I think you'd have to go to ventures.com forward slash events because you have so many things coming up that I can't remember them all.
0: Well, how about this? If you want to get more B. Dawson, he goes live every single Tuesday night the same day that this podcast releases – Uh, and it's a show called 10X Owners Live. Sometimes yours truly joins, but we would love to have you. That's where we get a chance to talk with business owners from around the country who are crushing it, some who are struggling to be able to help them, and you can check that out at cardonaventures.com forward slash live. Until next week, you guys, be great, and I look forward to talking with you shortly, next week. You know, the next time we do this thing. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Okay. Talk to you later.
1: And the fans go crazy. Whoa. (laughs) All the cheering.
0: Okay, bye guys. (laughs)